0: Christian Foundry Podcast, where iron sharpens iron for the glory of God, the exaltation of Christ, and the edification of the saints. That's how you do it right there. That's how you do it. Is that how you do That's it? That's correct. Right. Right. That's how you do it. Well, we want to win. <laughs> <laughs> Three, two, one. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Christian Foundry Podcast. It is good to be back with you fellas. Yeah, I missed you guys. Yeah. yeah um, both of you. Yeah. Yeah. I- <laughs> I think I was gone the last two weeks. It's you're about, finally
1: back, yeah. And I was gone, and now you're back. And it's about time the notorious Big I G or Biggie e g showed up. Big, wow, I it's was, a three letter I, word, I, and I know. you can't spell it. I've been thinking about no. I've been thinking about this, like, like how to, like how to put it on the shirt better. But anyways, no. speaking of shirts, we have no, no, we no,
0: have to no gloss store. over
2: that. That was a three letter word. <laughs> yeah, that he misspelled. That the way yeah. <laughs> I'm just Those more worried about the copyright it's infringement. It not like he
0: was saying B.
1: E Y E G.
0: yeah.
1: B I. I've been thinking about this all week about that shirt, like how to make it more, like how to make it what shirt slightly different. It's almost again, I, again. I already, I just said it. No. You were talking too no. loud no, no,
2: no. What shirt?
1: We have a merch store.
2: See, we need to shamelessly merge the merch store. We, we have a merch sh- store. Stephen, I'm actually wearing, one
1: of, wearing one, of one of our shirts right
0: now. Yeah, looks good.
1: Yeah.
2: <clears throat> could look better. But, looks good. You know, maybe it could, maybe, <laughs> it maybe could look better on, on a nascent. different person.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, but we have, we have Biggie Cheese right here. We have a shirt designed specifically for him.
1: Notorious Biggie the
0: Cheese. The Notorious Biggie Cheese. And uh, we actually have Peepaw on one. Yep. Readeth
3: what, Thou Bible. What gets me is it's not Ryan's face, but Justin's face in the background of the shirt. <laughs> I, <was just> like,
4: <laughs> I tried to blur him out as much as possible. Man, it killed me. <laughs> Photobomb. They are both stained glass.
0: What yeah. a what a beautiful picture! If you're wearing that shirt, be like, dude, who is on your shirt? Be like, let me tell you who's on my shirt. It's Ryan Ivy, and the other guy is Justin Shipley. They love Jesus, and Ryan always encourages us to read our Bible. Do you read your Bible? Do you there know you Jesus? Go. If you don't, you're going to hell. No, I'm just kidding.
3: <laughs> wow. Oh yeah. Speaking of, forget We quickly. didn't even say names like y'all been doing because I've been gone. Mason. My name is Mason Stokes. Hey. This will be Stephen Dew. Yeah. Justin Shipley. Matt Cooper, and Joe Albersman. What's up? Man.
0: Yeah. You introduced us all. This man is feisty tonight. Ooh, and he kind of went through it real hey, fast. i got to yeah. talk a little more. I've been going a while. You have been going <laughs> a while. He's been storing it Wait up. a minute. You weren't here last week, were no, either, were you? No. So I went here. This side of the table was empty. Yeah. It was just a little light. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, wow. We, we so moved this the, is your first episode back. It is. It's we moved the cameras
1: around a little bit to kind of compensate. I hear you. You probably could
3: just set one over here. And just That's exactly off. what we did. That is exactly The overhead went over there. I bet you lost Ray a radio. lot. You know, we're
0: going to lose a lot of viewers on those. Yeah.
3: Well,
1: anyways, we're five minutes into this and the, we have not told them what we're talking the good
0: about. The good-looking side of the table was gone, ain't that right, What Mason? are
1: you talking about? The good-looking side's right <laughs> here. Uh, I'm
0: just kidding. We are going to be talking about the resurrection tonight. We are continuing through talking through the primary doctrines in which we believe that all Christians must believe. And uh, when, it, when we think about the resurrection, anybody other than Jesus... In the Bible, have they ever been resurrected?
4: Lazarus, one.
0: Lazarus. I was about to say. That's right. He stinketh. The Bible said so. Jesus called Lazarus out of that tomb, and and he came out, and uh, Lazarus was resurrected. But also, Jesus Christ was resurrected. Now, the Lazarus resurrection is really important for us as Christians. We can learn a lot from that. But the one that salvation hinges on. Is the resurrection of Christ? So, if we don't believe that Jesus truly raised from the dead, then Joe, I think you have a verse over there. I got a couple of verses. Yeah, we, we, we it is bad for us if if Christ isn't didn't raise from the dead. Then you're not a Christian if you don't believe that. Yeah, first because first, you can't be a Christian without the resurrection.
1: Yeah, Paul's writings in First, first Corinthians can't speak right now. Apparently, uh, tells us that we are to be pitied amongst all people because this is what the resurrection is what. Uh, our faith hinges on because without it, there is no faith for us to have. Um, There is no resurrection of Christ, which means we have, there is no power in the gospel and everything that we believe is for nothing because it has no power. It's empty. It's like wind. Uh, And that's why Paul tells us that we are to be pitied amongst all people because we believe something false. That's
0: right. So without the resurrection, what does that mean? We should be pitied.
1: We should be, or people should feel sorrowful for us because we have believed a lie.
0: And we have no hope. And we have no hope. So without the resurrection, there's only hell. Yes. So with the resurrection, that's why, and we'll get into this, and we really already have, but when it comes to the gospel in general, the resurrection has to be included in a gospel presentation. Yes Yes or no?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Because just like you just read, we are to be pitied among the most. I mean, if, if we're sitting here... Talking for no reason about God, if there is no, if there's no resurrection, there's no God. Well,
1: this was right. If the gospel itself is a door, then the hinges of that door is the resurrection, because without the resurrection, that door does not open. About Period. To say, you
3: know, yeah. if there was no resur- resurrection, Christ is just another man. Yes. Yep.
1: No, yeah. that's true. Yep.
0: And uh, we talked about the deity of, deity of Christ already, mm-hmm. so there would be no sense in Jesus even coming from a virgin then because he would just be born a sinful man like the rest of mankind. But because he wasn't, he can be raised from the dead.
3: And he even prophesied it Yeah, many times.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um. So, I mean, there's several scriptures that teach us this <laughs> very thing, and I think all of you have one or two. Right. So as always, we want to put scripture on everything that we talk about and want to show the reason for our belief in it. So let's put some of these scriptures out there. Wow. You must have not had you you wanted a different one, didn't you? Something came to my mind. (laughs) Bible drills kicked into this man. Are you want to go first? I
3: mean, I can if y'all would like
0: me to. Somebody put a timer on him. See how long it takes him to get there. He's there. He's there. there. He's
3: there. All right. No need to put a timer. What you somebody, got, Mason? Somebody else go first because I got to find it in this. <laughs> <Okay.
0: laughs> go ahead, Joe. All
1: right. So a different passage in First Corinthians chapter fifteen is the first four verses. Is now I would remi- uh, remind you, brothers, of the gospel I preached to you, which you received, in which you stand, by and by which you are being saved. If you hold fast to the word I preached to you, unless you believed in vain, for I delivered to you as uh, a first importance that I also received that Christ died for our sin, according to the scriptures, uh, that he was buried and he was raised on the third day in accordance with scripture. So Paul himself is even saying that this has been prophesied way before the the New Testament was written. This is him writing a letter to the church in Corinth, telling them this is a first importance. The gospel that i preached to you that he died and was resurrected that's at the end of it that's the linchpin of this whole thing because if he died and stayed dead boom done and he even tells us why that's important yeah. later in the passage but then he, but that's at the end the resurrection is the important part
3: right yeah And i mean he says according to the scriptures there, yeah i mean
1: what scriptures mason
3: well he they would only be the old testament at this absolutely that's right i actually have psalm 16 um, where we see a prophecy of the resurrection. We're starting in verse 9. It says, Therefore my heart is glad and my whole being rejoices. My body also rests securely, for you will not abandon me to Sheol. You will not allow your faithful one to see decay. That's pointing yeah. uh, in its original context to David, but it goes forth to Christ. Yeah. That he did not leave his anointed one in yeah. Sheol, but raised him on the third day and, and it's then, pointing
1: to david as a type and a shadow right
3: yeah of
2: jesus and then you can go to you can go to john 11 uh, 11 25 so jesus himself says i am the resurrection and the life he who believes in me will live even if he dies and everyone who lives and believes in me will never die do you believe this it must be pretty important to believe this yeah if yeah. jesus was asking this this woman do you believe this yeah you know? yeah. so this is uh, again to 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 go back to what you were saying. this is something that we must believe, yeah. yeah
0: he also says to his disciples in John chapter two um or to the to the to the Jews, sorry, not the disciples uh then in verse nineteen he says just Jesus answered them, Destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. The Jews said then it took forty six years to build this temple, and you will raise it up in three days." But he was speaking of the temple of his body, so when he was raised from the dead, his disciples remembered that he had said this, and they believed the Scripture and the word which Jesus had spoken, which he had already foretold his death to the disciples, his death, burial, and resurrection a few times, but they didn't understand at this point. But here he uses his body in, in language that the Jews would understand as a temple, and Jews were saying, hey, it took us a long time to rebuild this temple, and you're talking about three days? And looking to the resurrection, we know that on Friday he was killed, mm-hmm. and three days later he rose again. The tomb was empty. Up from the grave he arose. Up from the grave he arose. Mary and Martha running to the empty tomb. Uh, the angel saying, he's not here. Yeah. No, no. Right? He is. He, he was no <laughs> longer in the grave, and he's talking about himself here. And then the disciples were like, oh, we remember him talking about this. So this is important, and it's interesting that when he foretells his death, burial, and resurrection to the disciples, their minds and their, they were, they, they were veiled from the understanding of this, right? Mm, they didn't yeah. understand it, but then all of a sudden here in John 2, it clicks. They remembered him talking about this, and then they're actually gonna witness it. So yeah. that's another thing that we have to understand is that if we believe the word to be the true word of God, there are eyewitnesses to the eyewitnesses, resurrection, yeah. to the resurrected Christ, both before he was killed and when he raised from the dead. Yeah. So if we believe the word, I mean you can go to 1 John, he says it, that they were witnesses to these things. Yeah.
2: You don't even have to believe the word of God for that to be true, for for him to not be in the tomb. Because if if you if you go back, think about this. You had a group of people there that were doing everything they could to stop the growth of this weirdo sect that's going on out here that they called the way at the time. Right. And, uh, and all these people are believing things that, uh, that, that we teach against and, and we don't, we don't believe because we're good, proper Jews. And so you've got all these guys that, that what would be the first thing that they would do when they heard about this? They go. check. Th- what the ta- would be the easiest way to prove that this didn't happen. Go check the grave. Go get his body. Right. Yeah. There was no body to get. Right. You know, so this is this is one of those things that, that even books outside of the Bible confirm this. Yeah, you know, it, it was written about. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was there's there's never arguments. I mean, you, you see in the Bible that well, you know, they're lying or whatever. There are there are many other sources that back up the fact that this happened. Yeah, yeah, that's incredible to me. Um, God God used his, no His word as primary, obviously. But, mankind has a tendency to to um uh, explain things away, yeah, right, yeah. we're like, always looking to explain things away, yeah. and, and there's no way to do that here as long as God's word
1: has been around, there's always been someone to critique it, so to speak, yeah um and, and we'll, one of my favorite things i in college, I wrote a paper uh and it was about the um the pastoral epistles, first second Timothy, and titus, and I was my argumentation was that Paul is the author of these things. Well, in getting in that, I found me, one argument. There's one argument that Paul didn't write it. It's because it's too close to Paul's writings. That it has to be a fake. That's the only one. Ever since Scripture was penned and ever since Scripture started to go out, there's always been someone to critique it. That's Always a pretty terrible been. argument. It's no, it's a it's, horrible it's argument. It's
3: fault. He didn't write it because it's too close to what he wrote.
1: Yes, it's it's it has to be an imitation, <laughs> it has to be someone imitating it. That's the only only argument that I've ever seen. For You look too much like Mason, you cannot
3: be him. <laughs> yeah, what? exactly. This makes you, you're this right, it tastes like chicken. The so, the it only must form not be of flattery is, is imitation. But, right? Yeah, man, but that's that's the idea. But well, no, I can't even put my signature twice
1: the same way. <laughs> <laughs> True. That's the that's the consistency of your inconsistency.
3: I guess so. Anyways, the resurrection. But actually, you made a good point, um, you know, talking about Paul. That's a proof of the resurrection right yeah. there. Paul himself, Paul. the risen Christ appeared to him on the road to Damascus. Yes. We would not have, well, we wouldn't have the New Testament if it was not for the <laughs> yeah. risen It'd
2: be real yeah. thin. But yeah.
3: if we didn't have Paul's letters... I think that's a testimony to the resurrection.
2: Yeah, You know, it's interesting. I'm sorry. He had no motivation to to do a complete reversal of his, uh, you know. Of everything uh, he believed. Of everything he believed. And the lifestyle he led up
1: to that point.
0: Oh, man. Paul was one step away from... Sitting on top of a thing that while Roman soldiers were carrying him exactly. while they were feeding him grapes. He, I mean, he was a big he was a he was he up was there big, in yeah. Judaism. He was kind of yeah. a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he went from that to being beaten, yeah. beaten and walk with. He had yeah.
2: no motivation to to switch sides. No. And he had all the motivation in the world to remain where he was. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. he had so and much good status. Do it. Yeah. He had status as as much time he as he could possibly get. He had everything. Like, he never wanted for anything,
1: yeah. to be completely honest. And
0: yeah. interestingly enough, on the road to Damascus when he says "Lord, Lord," that he's not really declaring that to be the Lord, it's just, yeah. it's really a, a way of saying, "Sir, who are you?" right? But then Jesus reveals himself to him and he believes. Mm-hmm. Right? So, Jesus, the resurrected one, revealed himself to paul or saul at this point on this road to damascus who has no reason to even like justin said turn around to do anything for christ or any to belong to the way at all right so we have this man that is popular meeting another man who is the savior and those two worlds combine and this man has no other choice at this point but to forsake everything he knows to follow the one that just revealed himself as the resurrected christ
1: he was hit. He was hit with the gospel in his face, and he responded.
0: So, you think about Paul in that. How much of the New Testament did Paul write?
3: Thirteen letters.
0: Thirteen letters out of twenty-seven.
3: Yeah, some would argue fourteen, but right, thirteen. Hebrews. Hebrews, yeah. Yeah,
0: some even argue Philemon. Not Philemon.
3: Uh, I would say that's a that's a given. That's yeah, confirmed. that's a given.
0: Uh, oh shoot. What First John? Or? No, I forget the book, and that's another time for another place. Anyway. Um, first opinions, first opinions. That's it. Uh, (laughs) but but think about, think about Paul. (laughs) Paul goes from this high up in Judaism to now because of who he is in Christ. Look at all of the wisdom and all of the, the biblical knowledge we can glean from this man who surrendered. Well, really, he had no choice when he realized who Jesus was. Yeah. And, uh, had Jesus not resurrected, the resurrected Christ would never stand before Paul. On the road to Damascus.
4: And he's got one of the greatest verses about the resurrection, I feel like, with Romans 6, 5 through 6. For if we have been united with him in a death like his, we shall certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a We faith. know that our old self was crucified with him in order that the body of sin might be brought to nothing so that we would no longer be enslaved to sin.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Bold statement of faith there. Which is interesting. When you talk about, that lends itself to talking about us being resurrected as well. Yeah, bodily resurrection. Right, a bodily resurrection. So if not for Christ's resurrection, we would just lay in the ground and return to dust. We're going to do that. But there's going to be a bodily resurrection, which will get us kind of forward thinking into our next topic, is the the return of Christ. But there's going to be that bodily resurrection that you taught us about before through 1 Thessalonians. Yeah when the dead in Christ shall rise and meet him in the air and we'll all have these perfect bodies and glorified bodies. So without that, we just lay in the grave and rot, right? Because without Christ, without the resurrection, that's all there is. It's, it's your body dies. Your soul goes to hell forever. Case closed. But with the resurrection, you have all of this where we'll have a bodily resurrection. That's the glorification that Paul talks about in, in Romans. Um, and we'll have that perfect body.
1: And it all hinges, like you said, on the resurrection. Yeah. Because there's so many people in this world that believe that once this is, once you die, that's it. It's over. Your body lays in the ground. You decay. You rot. That's it. There's nothing past this. And there's no hope in that. And like we've said over and over again, you've said from the pulpit many a time, they're living their best life now. This is why this is so important to talk about. These doctrines are so important to have correct because they are Crucial to the gospel, and if we are sharing the gospel, then the proper way to do so, well, in my opinion, is to share the bad news of what hell looks like, what that lo- or what that looks like for the unbeliever, and then share the good news. And this is one of the mo- one of the best parts of the good news is that not only did Jesus die for our sins, but he didn't stay dead; he was raised, so that way we can know God. Simple as that.
2: What would you say to the person who comes along and says that that Jesus went to hell between his death oh, and his resurrection? Is, oh, I know I've oh, just opened thank a can you for of worms tuning into here. the Christian Founded Podcast. If, if, let's get this close. <laughs> if, if, if we're going to talk about his resurrection, yeah. I'm melting.
3: <laughs> it's a it's a tough subject. Or subject so, 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 it so is so. a tough subject. He's crying over here. It makes me want to sob. You know. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I know we've kind of hit on it in Sunday school classes before, but it, it's a tough subject to really talk about. I mean, you have it in First Peter three, I think is what it is. I'm not for sure. I can't remember off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it talks about it in Ephesians as well. While
1: you while you're turning there. I want to caution every caution people that are listening. If you begin to look into this, there is something out there called the Gospel of Nicodemus. It is apocryphal text, which means it is not part of the canon. Um, it 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 is a piece of literature that attempts to describe that time period. Uh, so if you if you're looking this up and you find it, stay away from it. It is not biblical in any way, shape, or form. Just because it has the word gospel thrown on the front of it, and just because it references a character of scripture. Ignore it. Do not read it. Don't look into it. Go find something else. That is not something you need to be reading. That's something the
4: Catholics use a lot, don't they? In that part of yeah. their canon? The, the,
1: the gospel of Nicodemus, not necessarily. Um, there are certain apocryphal texts that are, but I don't believe that one is. I've never seen it. in In my time of being a Catholic, I've never seen it. I saw this in college whenever I was taking that class about, or where I wrote that paper about 1st, 2nd Timothy and Titus. That's the only time I've seen it. <laughs>
4: I, I was in a Catholic wedding one time back in the BC Matt, Um and the the guy, the father, he pulled out like four books, and I was like, I thought there was only one. I was like, what are you about to do? Oh, man. That was so funny. They were extra wed. <laughs> extra Yeah, that's a tough
0: question, that's, though, to bring it back yeah, to yeah. what Justin just asked, I mean, because there's really three primary views on that. One, just really quickly, I know that it's difficult to go through all these right now, but... One would say that his physical body went to hell and the other would say his spirit went to hell And then there was other there's another position that says he went through hell on earth essentially with the with the beating and the flogging and the um, uh, Death on the cross the way he was killed in that sense. So, um really I've I, I long held the position that it's jesus Well, i'm in between two positions Actually, I'm kind of in between all three of them, to be honest with you, because could Jesus? Well, I, I tell you what. The only problem I have with Jesus truly going to hell was that the stone would have to be rolled away potentially twice, and that he didn't lay dead for three days.
1: They're talking about his physical body going yeah. to hell. Okay, yeah. Okay.
0: Now his spirit. I think this. I think the spirit of God could have gone to hell and, tri- and triumphed over the enemy and, and those there. And so I'm between that view and the one that, where Jesus went through hell on earth, essentially. So for an, un-
1: for an unbeliever, did it, when, when they died, does their physical body go to hell? Or does their spirit. soul go to spirit? Or does the soul go to hell? soul go to spirit.
3: I would say the
1: soul. Okay, yeah. I So that's would say that's, that too. Because, that's, and that's yeah. and I think that's a good. I think that right there, like that, meant, like that thought process would also lead us to believe that Jesus' physical body didn't go to hell. Yeah, because uh,
2: yeah,
1: even so as because even as we will, he is will be he was physically resurrected, we will be also. If his physical body didn't go to hell, neither will the unbelievers. If that so makes sense
2: the, the best the easiest explanation uh, and I'll admit this is the easiest most simplified explanation is to is to understand that, that Jesus died and his soul spirit went to the place of death dead went from living to dead
3: what do you say that's hades Yes. Okay. That's what that's, I was gonna Which and they and say what, like what in
2: Hades Hades, Hades, Hades.
0: In the ground too, is yeah. where I've heard that you know
3: yeah. that in yeah. he went
0: into the ground. Yeah.
3: See that's where I kinda tie it back to that psalm I had because it says you will not leave your one in Hades. Yeah. So I kind of take that from what it says in First Peter 3. Hotties.
1: I've never heard it pronounced Hotties.
3: that way. That's how I don't remember who says it, but I kind of kept it. It says in First Peter three eighteen. For Christ also suffered for sins once for all, the righteous for the unrighteous, that he might bring you to God. He was put to death in the flesh, but made alive by the Spirit, in which he also went and made proclamation to the spirits in prison. Doug Wilson relates that to Hades. Being the No, prison.
0: you got to say hotties. You've got, <laughs> you you got to stick st- with it you now. You've you said it one, three now. times. You have to stick with it, brother.
3: Yeah. Hotties, 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 hotties. So pretty much, Doug yeah. Wilson. He ties those two together, and I kind of I mean, agree with him it, on that. It, it may
2: have been him that I was listening to, but yeah. that's the kind of the, the, to me. It was one of the clearer explanations, and the the fact is, this is
3: it's a tough. This subject. is one
2: of those subjects that we're just kind of like. I don't really know Your exactly guess is as good the, as mine. What happened? We know what the word says. We know you know. But to to actually um, understand what what that means, it's it's a tough one, and it's open to yeah. it's open yeah. to speculation. Yeah. Yeah. There's a there's a lot um, of
1: there's a lot of things in scripture, a lot of doctrine, a lot a lot
2: of viewpoints yeah.
1: that are clearly pointed out in scripture. And go, yeah. It's here, it's here, it's here, it's yeah. here, and this is not one of them.
2: And and no. so I, I opened a can of worms there on like this not even a, not even tertiary, yeah. <laughs> like this is fifth. Level, you know, discussion. You're getting stuff off. Down into the, here. You're really getting off yeah, of the weeds. It's, it's, not it's a, a bit off green into anymore. the weeds, but but it's one of those things that you will have people question yeah. when you're talking about this. And so if you're if you're talking about primary doctrine with someone, um, you you may get that question. Um, sp- you know, specifically with with people that have, have listened to certain groups. So it, it it's uh, it's one of those things that we need to kind of arm ourselves. Uh, and it's a, it's a fun one to to dig into a little bit. Uh, but again, it's not a, this is not a primary doctrine issue. No. Anyway, sorry. Steered the whole course of that way well, well, off into the is, weeds, didn't we?
0: What is true that we all need to believe is that he rose from the dead Yep. yep. Amen. and he's alive today. Mm-hmm. He is seated at the right hand of God. The Bible teaches ruling and reigning and he's ruling and reigning. Anybody got any final thoughts?
3: It doesn't just stop there though. He's coming back. He's coming he's
2: back. He's coming back. 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 Gee, it's like we might have another episode about something. About what a segue.
3: Hey, I plan that one. He's, <laughs> he's segwaying on to the next we episode. We missed you. Hey, I missed y'all. It's good to be back.
2: Well, with that said, uh, I think we can wrap this one up. This is, yep. this is a clear primary doctrine yeah. that uh, if, you don't, if you don't believe that, that Christ was resurrected, yeah. um, then you don't believe that he has any power. Yeah. You don't believe then that he is who he says he is, and at the same time that means you don't believe what the Bible says about him, which also means that you don't believe God is who he says he is, and this is all a, a giant waste of time if that if 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 you're not going to believe the resurrection. It's yeah. it's central, it's core, it's primary doctrine.
4: And in golf, three strikes means a missed two-point conversion. <laughs>
1: Wow. Okay. I don't know if my brain can process that right now. <laughs>
4: yeah, I don't either.
0: Uh, oof.
3: <laughs> I heard two-point conversion. My mind went Sport ball. football.
0: How about this? Sport ball. Repent and believe the Repent gospel. And There's one the gospel. we can all
2: stand on. <laughs> See you next time.